Hey, I'm Jay. I'm here to say I'm doing this thing in a new kind of way. I am just figuring it out. That's it. I'm just a regular girl woman, like around 40-ish, a little bit older than 40, not quite wanting to claim it on anything except for when you pull out the birth certificate because I can't lie like that. But anyways, I'm just figuring it out. So this is just me talking, figuring out life at 40. Hey, hey. Hey, hey, join me, baby. Jadina, baby, yes. Yes, two to three times on a Sunday after church. Glory, glory, hallelujah. Yes, he is the lamb. Jadina, you are you. Let me explain something. First of all, I watched Jadina on Breakfast Club. And it is a beautiful feeling of wanting to sit on somebody's face and write down all their stuffs and put them in your mantra. Like, how can I be so physically attracted to the king and beautifulness of what you are? Like, your glow is for real. And I'm not saying this in a situation where, baby, he is all man, he's all masculine. It's just like, man, having someone who can sit there and do complete thought and give you a booty baseline rhythm to do it to, oh my gosh. Yes, he gets all of the bikini waxing for him any day of the week. Um, first, I don't know if you listen to the music, like my love for Jadina came so accidentally. I, this man is a, I wanna say he's a brilliant artist, but we also throw around brilliance and he's a genius and all this other stuff. I think that this man is true to his art form and he spends time to make sure he's in the place where he can do what he loves and be unapologetic about it. And because of that, we get phenomenal music from him. And it's different and it's unique and it doesn't sound like anything. Even his own songs don't sound like anything. And it's great. And it's everything that you are. It's your it's your negatives, it's your positives, it's your funnies, it's your truths. And Jadina is just the fucking bomb. And like, I didn't know, like, Jadina came out with Classic Man. And truthfully, I was like, I'm going to hate on Classic Man. I just, I don't know why. I just was like, I'm going to hate on Classic Man. Classic Man came out and I was just like, what's a Classic Man anyway? And then low key, I probably got a problem with brothers in suits and ties all the time. Because I just be like, you think you're all that? Like, when you spend more time in the mirror than me, I got a problem with that. Like, yeah, I have a problem with that. Like, I had a guy, after we had sex, he went up to the mirror. He's like, but do I look good? And maybe that scarred me because I was just like, I felt like we should have been focused on the act and not how you looked during the act. Like, so maybe I'm traumatized. Maybe I got a PTSD that I just don't trust guys who always have a strong edge up and fresh fade and crisp clothes and iron and a shoe with a pointy toe. Like, it'd be too many things. Like, I feel like I got to have a little thug in there just somewhere, like wrinkle something. Like, be a little conscientious about that. So, yeah, I try to hate on Jadina in the first place. Like, I'm hating on him. Classic man. That's just whatever. But Kendrick Lamar came with the remix. So I was like, you know what? Let me just give this brother love. It's probably one-hit wonder. And when I saw him, you can't tell me I'm wrong. I really thought he was Red Sun from Five Heartbeats. Like, from nine to five. So, I was just feeling like, okay, I can hate on this brother. I'm going to hate on him because I can and I wasn't spending energy to hate. I just was just like, I'm not going to participate. Not all hate has to be evil. You can just not participate in something on purpose. And it's the same thing. It's like you're unbothered, but you're unbothered with a focus point, right? So what song did I hear? And I was like, um, no matter what they say, 
They were always going to feel some kind of way. Baby, when I heard that on accident, I was rocking that. Like, oh, my gosh, who is this uplifting moment? Whatever else like that. Girl, it was Janina. I didn't even know. And then, this is bad, Jadina had a Groupon concert. And I was like, you know what? When else am I going to get somebody on Groupon? I actually saw somebody else on Groupon. And so me and my homegirl went to see Jadina. That concert was phenomenal. Um, when I say that concert was phenomenal, like the concert I probably went like four years ago. I can tell you right now. Like it feels like I went last week. I remember things particularly about that concert. It was just off the chain because one, it was just pure raw energy. Um, I ain't never seen a brother smile like that radiant in like such a long time. Like his smile was just natural and gorgeous. He smiled like he had goals and he was getting them and he was accomplished and he was grateful for the goals. Like he smiled like when we came, he was like, yeah, I put this in existence. You're here. Let's party and have fun. And the band, everything, it was just great. And the stamina well, I've seen stamina before, but like, I really want to know what his diet is because like his glow, like I was in the back back of the concert and first of all, he jumped so high and he was wearing classic man clothes. Like, how do you jump in a pointed shoe and have beautiful glowing skin and you just radiate? So I just say that because whatever you're doing in your life, please keep it up. Whatever trauma you have to, you go through and however you get through your trauma, just keep up those routines um people are appreciating it i love you and so because of after the concert and truly getting like his old album and i was just like when you really listen like you saying some real stuff i was like bump that bump whatever happens in life i'm a jadina fan what you heard and so he graced us the thing is i do want to say i am very mad at him and i only got a couple more minutes because he dropped boomerang and when he dropped boomerang I was so happy and I got Boomerang and then I was waiting for the whole album. And there was like no whole album. Like he literally just somewhere in the world was like, let me drop one song for people and let them be happy. So I was livid. In fact, when I saw the single drop Tribe, I ain't listened to it for a week because I went to go see when the whole album's going to drop because I'm not going to do this. And then he dropped three songs. I've been listening to those three songs. I've been feeding the whole album. And once he's come in, yes. And so if you have a chance to check out him on Breakfast Club, Jadina, the articulation of purpose in life and why you might not agree with everything he does but whatever he does is thought out and I respect that as him king chief whoever you are however you want to be called I'm not bowing to you because I might actually stay low for other things and that's not a good look because I try to carry myself with the class and dignity um but just <sighs> Jadina yes like peep the album peep the life peep who he is because ah Girl, yes, 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 yes. Like he, like I would go to get my woo-ha waxed and not be mad or clinch or upset if that man was in my life. Like I'd just be like, mm, come on and rip all of this hair out because it is worth it every single time for every single eight count. So figuring out the savings, I am doing the Financial Peace University with Dave Ramsey. Let me first of all say, I think this is a phenomenal program for me. 
And when I say that, it's because there are so many people out there and they all have different ways of kind of saying the same advice. And you have to really know what speaks to you. If I had done the Dave Ramsey course maybe five years ago, I don't know if I would have paid attention and locked in as much as I have now because I am truly understanding the power of a dollar and the power of losing a dollar. Um, like just one bad purchase, like I purchased a gym membership and thought I was being smart. Like, yes, I'm saving because I purchased for six months in advance. And then I turned around and broke my leg um, and couldn't go. And it was just like, was that a really necessary purchase or was that at the spur of the moment? And now like I'm working out now. I think I'm a lot more conscientious. So you don't really realize the power of saving until you get into a position where you realize the power and pain of losing. And when you can't go back in hindsight and say, I shouldn't have done this, I shouldn't have done this, or those different things, you just get caught in the mix of it. Another prime example is grocery shopping and food and um, buying fruits and vegetables, but something might spoil. And how many times have you thrown something out because you haven't really eaten it, but how much did it cost? So what's happening is... Even in this rat race of money that we're doing, there's a lot of little dollars that we're losing because we're not being conscientious of those things. And I think one of the biggest reasons is why we know we're able to replace it. Even if it hurts, everything is replaceable. And I go into the very first step of damn Ramsey, damn Dave Ramsey, yeah, damn him, um, because the very first thing he does in his steps is challenges us to keep a thousand dollars in emergency saving or just to save a thousand dollars. And it's like it's easy, especially if you're in a certain bracket. I was like, OK, that's not going to be a big deal. I can just turn around, take this from this check, take this from this check and do that. What I realized is that I see a thousand dollars. So in my mind, it's not hard for me to do that. I have touched and I hold a thousand dollars. But to turn around and keep $1,000 was a challenge because I think I did not ever recognize how I was just spending so much or spending so frivolously or so sporadically that any time that I was just at a little bit of a needed little more help or whatever, I was able to pull this. And I was always in the mindset, like, I can put that back in. I can take care of that. So Dave Ramsey's very first step is saving $1,000. Um, and I don't even know. I have to go back and look. I don't know if he calls it an emergency fund or just do it. I thought I was saving $1,000 for an emergency fund. I actually just saved $1,000 because that emergency fund clicks in my head and it's like, oh, I always have that to go to. And prime example, I saved the thousand dollars. I did hit an emergency, but I said, you know what? Let me pretend like I don't have this thousand dollars. How would I handle it? And yeah, I ate like noodles and struggled and did a couple prayers, but I actually got the money another way later without touching that thousand and nobody died. Nothing was ever a thing. Um, and so it was like, okay, one patience is a virtue, um, and it's not patience like I'm waiting for this dude to call. Patience is a virtue because you want to get things done now. And sometimes just waiting or figuring it out or holding off on something might be a wise choice later. And so, yeah, that first step, that thousand was just really crucial. So the one thing that I did do that Dave Ramsey does not suggest doing or anything is once I saved that thousand and I kind of got into the midst of step two. And I feel like, okay, I'm really going through step two and I'm doing it. Um, instead of just putting the thousand into a savings account or something, I put my savings into an account knowing that I'm not going to touch it. So it can kind of start building some interest. Um, because now what happens is that I have that thousand no matter what. 
And Saul was like, instead of just letting it sit there, let me let it be in a position where it's making money, making money, making money. So I'm just talking about the first step. And it's kind of like, I don't know, if you can turn around and get into a situation where you can put some money to the side, it's not just about holding that money to the side, but trying to find some type of account or rollover or something where that money can really, really help itself. Um, I'm going to talk about the digit app later because that was another great way for me to save. Um, I've actually had to hold off on it. And it's only because overseas my bank accounts was looking crazy and different things. But um, I didn't realize until they sent me a statement like I had actually saved like $3,000 with them. I was just pulling the money out at different times. So I was like, I'm definitely going to get back into that now that I'm paying much more attention to every dollar and cent. Am I the good at it? No. Like, trust and believe I just bought something on Groupon the other day and I was like, I really didn't need that. Like, I'm still learning, but is at least having that conscious conversation. And I don't think I ever held myself to that accountability before. Saving $1,000 will do that. Will It will do that because you really think it's an easy task until it doesn't become an easy task. So someone talked me into watching more Black Mirror. Like I talked about it in the last episode. I just couldn't do Falcon and Cadillac Boy. Um, I was pretty much going to be like bump Black Mirror for the rest of my life. And somebody was like, no, you really do need to check it out. You need to try it. And so um, I said, this is what I'm going to do. I cannot watch it season by season. Um, you tell me an episode. I watch the episode. We're good. And they recommended, uh, what's it called? Mind Over Matter? Something. They recommended the one with the bees. When I say hands down. That was a phenomenal episode. It was a phenomenal episode. It made me really look at Black Mirror differently in so many different aspects. And one of the aspects I'm going to go into, I'm not going to sit here and go about the episode, but it it was the power of who are you on social media and how likely are you to follow a trend? Um, I will say that it really challenged me to say like how we have all these hashtags and games and um, they basically thought they were playing a game and in social media because everything's social media, everything's in fun, it's not really a big deal. And the consequences to it was so dire, especially when they did not think they were held accountable for the consequence. Like I'm giving so many of these hints and I really don't want to give you guys like the spoiler alert, but spoiler alert, like you really need to sit down and talk about not only is it a good show, but would you have been one of the people who retweeted or something? Have we been so mad at 45, he who shall not be named? Have we been so mad at somebody who did something that we can turn around and we can chastise them via internet because it's really not the truest voice print of who we are? Can we turn around and check people and do all these other things because we don't feel the repercussion because when you type words, it doesn't hold the weight of having to see the person's emotion behind it. Because the more that we're on our devices and social media, the more detached we are becoming to human feelings, empathy, sympathy, and those beings and being accountable. Even if you don't agree with somebody or checking somebody and you um, are debating or you disagree, there was a time when you just disagree and you'd be like, you know what, I that's on you. Um, now... It's a whole catalyst of I must be right and now I'm going to prove to everybody you're wrong or check them boo or whatever else like that. So the whole piece of it, it was like now, to be honest with you, I was like, yo, the way that I've been rocking social media, I don't think I would have done that because I'm sitting here with the line. However, I'm also freaking 40, 42 next week. Um, and I grew up in a different social media brand. I am truly 
on that piece where there are friends of mine who don't mess with social media and there are friends who are heavy in social media because we literally, I came up in the time where it became popular. So you got to kind of pick the presence you want to be because I was already grown with it. Like it really came popular to me, I think around 30-ish. And it was like, either I'm going to sit there and do this or I'm not. And I think about it, I try to get into social media and there's going to be a whole nother recording because there's there's different waves I definitely feel like I missed and I'm mad at myself. I really feel like I could have been a great YouTuber. I really feel like I could have been doing this podcast thing earlier and really marketing and doing things. However, I just did it. And that is more of a confidence, um, self-assurance type piece and knowing yourself. But, um, and I also, being very honest, don't trust myself being a transcender. Um, I think I know myself very well that I love putting out content. I love doing things, but I also know that there's this nagging, like this little beast in the back of ego, like strong ego. And I don't ever want that beast to come out because I don't want to be that person. I've seen that person. I've seen other people be that person. I love confidence. Um, I do not love being driven by ego. And so for me, I kind of know now being, um, older and in this and one reason why I don't want my face on everything or I'm conscientious about what I put out is because I just know who I am as a person and who I want to be and what I want to think about. Um, I can ramble and I'll probably talk to you about later about my books and we'll talk about those things. But going back to the social media with the Black Mirror piece, it is truly um, introspective. That is the word. Yes. Introspective of who are you with your smartphone? And the person that you are with your smartphone, are you the same person without it? Authentically, do you give the same advice? Do you feel the same way? Do you do the same things? Would you tell somebody in their face you should die? Low, low key, would you tell somebody in their face you should die? You are a horrible person. You deserve to die. Because I think a lot of us say we wouldn't say that, but then why do we fall into hashtags that do that? Okay, so yeah, we don't do that, right? Well, let's pay attention to some of these hashtags. Let's pay attention to our conscious and our thoughts. Let's pay attention to like right now, the Amazon is burning and then you're talking about Popeye's chicken. Now, there's nothing wrong because we can be multifaceted. You could talk about Popeye's chicken, but in the same aspect, do you give as many retweets to the things that do need to have your... um? empathy as those things that just fill up your stomach like we love being entertained and I'm not saying this as a condescending thing it is just we have to understand the truth of who we are and we have to be mindful of the energy that we place in different places so social media and our phones and everything is probably allowing us to not have a real honest look at what we're doing what I would love to do since we're doing all this stuff is really see a percentage like in a week where do the percentages of what I talk about on social media, who I am, what percentages are in what areas? So what does my overall image look like? And if does that image reflect who I am in real life? Am I doing more foolery and ratchery? Because I am foolery and ratchery, but I'm also deep and inspirational as well. And I believe those things do those things really get the same energy um, in all aspects or do they not? And I just think that Black Mirror is a great thing. Now, let me be honest with you. It did still keep me up at night. Like, I don't need to watch Black Mirror. I need to watch, like, one episode, maybe two a day. And then, like, I'll wait four or five days because it is just compelling, compelling, compelling. Anyways, that's that. (laughs) 
All right, that's it for figuring out today. Figuring out 40. Love to see you again. It's been Jay. Hey.